Hello, and welcome to SoundingTheLight.com, the place where you can connect to real artists, real stories, real talk. My name is Tara Tucker, and uh, first of all, I would like to thank you very much for hanging out with me today on Sounding the Light. If you haven't been here before, I am so glad that you are coming and visiting. I hope to see you back again. Um, and if you have been here before, thank you for coming back, because it's going to be a great show. The one thing that I love about doing Sounding the Light is I love hearing musicians who are just sold out to God, giving their all to Him through their music. And that is one of the things that I just love about the band that I am introducing today. They're called Seeker and Servant. And when I first heard their songs, uh, it was actually, if you have listened to the uh, Christmas episode back in December, I introduced one of their songs from their Sound of Joy Christmas album. It was the one called God With Us. Their stuff is very unique. Um, they're a Christian alternative band. But when they when they sing, their passion just comes through their voices. They are just wide open. I love it. Um, so I'm, again, I'm very happy to be sharing some of their songs with you if you have not heard of them. If you have, that's awesome. Uh, in fact, it's really cool because I hear that they're coming out with some new stuff. So, but we will get to that in just a minute. Um, I would like to officially introduce and welcome Seeker and Servant to SoundingTheLight.com. Welcome, you guys. How are you? Hey. Great. Good. So today I'm speaking with uh, Cameron and Chandler Wood. Y'all are brothers, is that right? Correct. And there's a third member of your band, and his name is Cody Gaucher. He is the percussionist, is that right? Correct. He does some of the programming that you hear on our record as well. Awesome. Well, he does an awesome job. Uh, I'm, I'm very glad to have both of you guys on Sounding the Light today. Um, so first of all, where do you guys come from? Where are you guys living? We are from the good old state of Mississippi. Is that where you guys were born? It is. Uh, we were all born here, uh, uh, close to the Jackson area. So Okay. Uh, so can we talk about, I mean, <laughs> it's not very often that I actually get brothers on at the same time. So, you know, it's all in the family. I would love to hear some like, growing up memories that you guys have. Growing up memories. Oh, man. One thing about me and Cameron is uh, that we've always been super close. Um, probably closer than a lot of brothers, and a lot of people say that. Um, <laughs> but mainly because I, and that's just all to to God. Um, and especially that we both do music, and God just gave us that passion to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's crazy, and we always think back on it and just see how God pulled us together along and had the same passion. Uh, it really helped us out because when we were younger, our parents got divorced, um, and uh, it was no bad blood between both of them. We visited both of them, um, but uh, it was it was good because we saw how God pulled us through that mm-hmm. despite their, uh, both of their viewpoints because um, it was always different. You'd hear one thing on one side and then hear something on the other, but one constant that God gave us was, to worship him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's crazy because even in those moments, we didn't even really have the greatest relationship with God, but we just, we felt something. Um, and so we always just, 
a drawn to him. We were, yeah, we were just drawn to sing to him always. So it's it's and that's none of us or anything that anyone ever taught us. It's just it's God. God did that, and uh, we're very thankful and blessed that He has continued to let us do that. So I would say that most of our the greatest memories when we were younger is just learning music and learning to worship God. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. I mean, we've all and we've always looked at it as a. Uh, you know, and it's in my professional way, even when we were younger. I mean, we used to sit um, our family members down and, and literally put on concerts in our living room. Uh, I don't know. We just got the biggest kick out of doing things like that. Um, we, would, we would create, like, tickets and... Yeah. And oh, that's made, awesome. Like <laughs> shows and stuff. That, that's what we enjoyed the most. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome to see that we still have the same passion one way you know, or the other. Yeah, so that's cool. And it's cool to see that, you know, the mentality of uh, having that, I guess, that passion and drive to be a performer and then uh, growing closer in our walk with God has also shown us that, um, you know, less of us and more of Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of flipped the switch now where, you know, whatever we do and, where, and wherever we do it, we really solely want to bring Him glory through that. So it's kind of like, you know... Uh, not shining the light on on us as much per se, but on the gospel and history. Mm-hmm. That so comes through your music, and that's one of the things that I just love about it. It's you can't help but hear it as you guys are playing and singing, and uh, I, I can only imagine that that must come through even more as you guys are playing live. Um, speaking of your music, I'd like to share your song called "Coming Like a Fire." That's from yeah. your Into Your Love I Go album. Can you talk about mm-hmm. this one? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Coming Like a Fire, We this record is really birthed out of a, uh, the whole record as a whole is birthed out of a certain place that we were in our life. Uh, we, I had just gotten married, and um, I'm married, I've been married now for two and a half years. I'll be married for three years in July. So. Nice. But we, I had just gotten married, and we had my brother and I had come off um, from playing with another group that we kind of had started, uh, and I thought for sure we both kind of thought for sure that music, it gets I guess in the sense of playing it in a professional sense or a career sense was kind of coming to an end, and we were okay with that because mm-hmm. um, we at that point in time in our life that's where we kind of felt God was pulling us towards, and so. I got married. We we still play music. We still write because it's in our blood. We can't help it, you know. <laughs> but uh, not in the same sense that we were driven towards when we were playing more full time in the other group. And uh, we really didn't know. Uh, we both and we both got full time jobs or more of the nine to five career life, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we honestly didn't really know what where music stood, where we what we were going to do with music. You know, we always knew it'd be a part of our life and. Um, Long story short, we, we actually got asked to become worship leaders for a small church plant in this, in the Jackson metro area. Uh, and while pursuing that, while um, taking in that position, uh, a lot of these songs that you hear on If You Love Like I Were Birthed Out of That, they were you know, written in a way that could be um, done in congregational worship, yes. but also in your individual devotional life. Uh, so we wrote them pretty much out of our individual devotional life, so... Uh, but we also wanted to do it in such a way that it could be sung in a congregational setting. And Coming Like a Fire was one of those that was more set for the church itself to sing. Mm-hmm. 
it's more of an anthem, like an anthem type song, uh, just for proclaiming that we'll be praising God forever and uh, just basking in that joy um, and uh, just looking to Him. And I think that's such a great thing to be reminded of always, and especially in congregational uh, settings, it's awesome to have a bunch of people sing that. So that was where that was worked out of. So once again, this one is called Coming Like a Fire from the Into Your Love I Go album by Seeker and Servant.
that is just an absolutely beautiful song. It is powerful. I love that. Who were your musical influences as you were growing up? That's a broad, broad question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, if people ask this, uh, this a lot, um, I, growing up, I can't remember. We we listen. I mean, to the good old nineties Christian music too. So I <laughs> yeah. uh, gotta have that in there. Uh, but our our musical influences are are very. We have a, a wide range of musical influences. We, we're not very particular on country music or or rap in general. So mm-hmm. those kind of None of that kind of influenced us. Um, I'm assuming some sort of alternative rock had to make it in yeah. there somewhere, right? Yeah, we, de- we definitely have been through through our phases. We like a lot of, <laughs> definitely people that push boundaries or, or do things outside the box with yeah. these bands that we uh-huh. we, we really like. Uh, we listen to, we, we tend to listen to a lot of like UK-based bands. Yeah. Um, uh, just we, stylistically, we like stuff like that. Um, we like a lot of instrumental um, music, you know, it's, it's a genre called post-rock, uh, which is pretty much just instrumental rock music. Um, that band called Explosions in the Sky are a big influence Oh my for goodness, us. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> That's <great>. awesome. <laughs> which is probably why I like you guys' music so much, too, if you guys have <laughs> a little bit of that influence in there. <laughs> yeah, there's another one called This Will Destroy You. Just, just, we like, uh, and we're very big supporters of the independent music scene, obviously, because mm-hmm. we're independent musicians, but also because I don't know. If there's something. There's some kind of joy trying to find and dig and find kind of that treasure, yeah. which some of this music is to us. It, it really is like finding treasure because, in a lot of ways, it's unique. Uh, you know, and a lot and a lot of times to, to us, it it seems like we can we can really feel what that artist is trying to portray or say. Um, it's more real. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not cookie cutter. You yes. know, it's not it's not overproduced. It, it's being on. I know. would definitely say we lean more to, towards artists that are vulnerable mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that can just be real. Um, and so that, uh, that's what we want to do. And I think that's kind of a big inspiration for us. So. Yeah, as far as in the Christian uh, world, because obviously uh, we want to try to, uh, and it gets hard sometimes, but we want to try to fill our minds, obviously, with um, other Christian artists, I guess mm-hmm. some kind of even like us, who are striving after uh, Christ, who are trying to bring glory to Him with everything they do. And uh, there's a few bands that really, uh, stylistically, that we've enjoyed. One of them being Future Forestry. Mm-hmm. Um, they've influenced us a lot as far as, stylistically music wise and there are others in there um you know and then of course you have your big box how gets kind of worship groups and we listen to them too um but i don't know how much they influence us stylistically mm-hmm. but i mean we're obviously listening to them too it's just good to for us we feel like it's good to kind of just fill ourselves with i guess different different things so that our ears don't get tired of, of <laughs> one, one certain thing so Mm-hmm. That is certainly uh, something about the alternative rock music is is um, it's different, but it's also uh, very raw. And yeah. and that's what comes through when I hear you guys, you guys are so wide open, you just you've got it, you lay it all out there. And, um, and I think that really appeals to people. And especially I love it. When we are influenced, yes, by secular stuff, but when it comes through us and it comes out and we, we're reaching out to God, 
using that kind of influence. I love that. That's yeah, great. That's awesome. So how did you guys, do you have like a, a moment where you know that you met him, you gave your life to him? Uh, yeah. And I think uh, it was kind of the same, uh, around the same time, uh, because me and Cameron are so close, we share, we share so many convictions together. Uh, uh, and we've done mo- most of our life together. Uh, uh, and I, I would probably say, Around our, uh, around high school, um, probably tenth, tenth grade for me, and, and maybe eleventh uh, or twelfth grade for Cameron. Um, we have a really awesome pastor, which we are under uh, now um, at a church here in Clinton, Mississippi. Um, but he was at another church at the time, and that's uh, where we uh, had started to go. This is when we were doing the other band, but uh, he 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 was really uh, he didn't hold back mm-hmm. the word, mm-hmm. and I think most of our life we had just you know heard the like the gospel um, just kind of watered down, plain, and, and it was it's more it was more of like going through the motions type uh, mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like we kind of knew God. I felt like we had a longing for God, but I didn't really see my sin. Um, and I didn't really see the difference, um, until we heard him speak on Matthew seven, uh, where at the end of that says, uh, on that day, people will say, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, I never knew you depart from me. Um, when that was, Spoken, uh, I felt like we both, uh, our hearts were really penetrated to not just sit, you know, stagnant, but um, be serious about our faith. And I felt like that was a turning point for us. Um, and that was definitely a turning point for us in our pride, um, because in, in the other band that we were in, we, we loved attention. We loved, <laughs> um, you know, the approval of man. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of came to that point where we realized none of that matters at all. And, uh, and why are we even playing music and why do we sing these songs? And it's for, it's for Christ that we do that. Um, so I think God just really opened our eyes there. And, it's, and it's, it didn't just get instantly better. It's been a progression. I think God's just uh, continually been sanctifying us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and He will continue to do that. So uh, we're very thankful that God has opened our eyes because we don't deserve it at all. Um, but uh, through that, that's why we cannot help but just sing about Christ because he, he's life is mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say probably around our high school years. Yeah. And and we've always been, even when <laughs> we probably weren't so good, <laughs> starting out just writing music, you know, middle school, just playing. We've been playing music together, seems like forever. <laughs> uh I don't know. It, it was always something we were being drawn to, and, and then, and then I guess that it kind of climaxed. It kind of came to a point to where, you know, why, why, why are we doing this anyway? I mean, it really makes no. This, if, if Christ is everything, if uh, if life is about the gospel, it's about Jesus Christ, it's about making Him known, making disciples. Then the music that we sing, what we're doing with that music should say a lot about that. And if it's not saying a lot about that, then it shows where our heart is and where our heart's driven towards. And 
Hmm. For us, I think we both we both feel like you said at that same time kind of hit this brick wall where we don't we want to be able to stand in front of God and say you know and and say at least we've done something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not that it would matter if it's going to matter anyway, but just to, to say that you know we at least didn't waste our life. We we did this for you, and that brought us the most joy. Where did you guys get your name from, Seeker and Servant? <laughs> Um, well, we, when we came, you know, started to stop that other group and then we took a little break and we, uh, started playing again. We knew that we kind of wanted to start fresh. We wanted to start new. And so, um, we kind of just were first just kind of going through the Bible and we're kind of just talking about it out loud. And I think the conclusion came to where we realized what a Christian really is. And a Christian is seeking God but they're also supposed to be serving others. And so that's really what a Christian is, is a seeker and a servant. Mm-hmm. And so for us, that really just kind of, in a lot of ways, summed up who we are individually, but who we should be as the church. And that's where the name is really birthed from. I love that. It's a great name, and uh, I think it describes you guys and, and the, the spirit of the music that you do um, very, very well. I would like to play another one of your songs this one is (laughs) this one is called uh, Into Your Love I Go which is actually the title track of your album Into Your Love I Go Um, can you talk about this one a little bit where this one came from yeah this this, yeah that song actually was really close to not even making the record Um, Hmm. uh, because we we had had the record finalized and we, we had the song set, and we're like, okay, we're going to record these set of songs. And then last minute, um, and this was before we even had the title of the record, uh, last minute, out of nowhere, this song, that song uh, was birthed. And hmm. as you can hear in the song, it's not, it's, it doesn't have much lyrics, mm-hmm. um, but it, those lyrics just came out of nowhere. And uh, when we play it through, we just said, this has to be, <laughs> this has to be the album and this has to be the album title um, because it, it 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 hits the climax of what, where we wanted the album to go. Um, basically, it's a progression up to just entering into God's love. Um, and uh, it's simple, but I think it has a, a big meaning behind it. Um, and we just love that feeling of of just kind of, I guess, you know, really looking to eternity that we're, we're going into God's love forever. Um, and to have his embrace is, uh, just incredible feeling. And so we kind of wanted to, um, put that feeling into song. Uh, so I, I, I hope that's what people hear. At least try to. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, 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 hard, beautiful. it's a hard thing to kind of put the words or, or music and, the record as a whole, in a way, like you were saying, is building up to this one pinnacle moment of, okay, you know, we've experienced God's love. We've seen, we've seen God's love in, in these ways, but uh, now that we're Christians, or, you know, we're looking towards eternity to where we finally will be with Jesus forever, worshiping Christ forever. And, you know, what would that feel like or look like if we could somewhat describe that <laughs> now? And uh, that's what we wanted to do with that song, so... So once again, this song is called Into Your Love I Go by Seeker and Servant. Your grace 
exactly does what in the band is there you know like one lead singer do you guys both do it who does the most of the music writing and what instruments do y'all play yeah um so uh i cameron i i mm-hmm. uh i sing i'm i guess more of a lead vocalist 
even though with Secret Service we do a lot of harmonies and mm-hmm. we trade all, all singing. Um, but I sing and I, I play key. I do all the, the key part. Okay. Um, for the group. And then uh, Chandler, he's, I guess, background vocals, sometimes lead, uh, guitars, all the guitars. And then, of course, Cody, who's our third member of the group, he's the one who programs, does a lot of the composition of the additional sounds you hear on our records. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, too, because you've got some really cool stuff going on in there. <laughs> yeah, and then he does a lot of the auxiliary percussion, too. Okay. So, uh, and, and on Into Your Love, I go, he tracked all the drums as well. So, um, so he, yeah, I guess you could say he's the percussionist for the group as well. So when you guys play live, you know, how does that look? Because <laughs> you, you have a lot of layers of instruments going on in there. How do you do that live? Yeah, um, it was a difficult feat whenever we tried the <laughs> first time. Um, I don't know. When we went to write the record, I felt like we all agreed that we... We wanted to write a record that maybe if we couldn't necessarily pull it off perfectly in the same way that you're on the record live, uh-huh. you know, we would get close to it and kind of give you, you know, a different experience. So you have this one experience live, but then uh, as a recorded version, you have a different experience. And, uh-huh. But um, but with the record as a whole, we, we've been able to do a lot of it. Um, at least in Your Love I Go, we have been able to pull it off. And most of the time when we get hired to play, a lot of people want us to do our broken down sets. We like to do a lot of house shows. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's really broken down. So more Mostly of an acoustic just, sound? Yeah, more, more of acoustic. We'll do like a broken down drum set. Uh, we'll bring keys and we'll do that. And it's more of just a time for us to essentially have a church service with wherever we go. That's what we want to do. <laughs> um, That's awesome. So it kind of gives you a different experience. You know, you have that one experience and then you have the record experience. And, you know, but we, we will on occasion do the full lot set stuff. and. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more difficult, but we've managed it, and I think it's pretty neat um, when it is pulled off. I think it's pretty cool because we're doing a bunch of different things. We're switching off different things. Some of us are playing percussion parts. Some of us are playing key parts. Others are doing programming. Mm-hmm. It's not just one of us doing a certain thing the whole time. We're all kind of dabbing into different things instrumentally, so that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, so did you guys take music lessons as you were growing up, or were you sort of self-taught? Um, for the most part, I would say we were probably, uh, self-taught. Um, we did take, uh, like a couple months of, uh, musical lessons to just kind of get the basic chords and stuff. But I think a lot of the learning just came from just dabbing it to ourselves and, uh, just over, over time and, and always picking up from other musicians, uh, and just always constantly learning. I mean, we're still learning today, um, our instruments. Um, so, uh, if I had to say, I'd probably say we, we are self-taught, but, um, mm-hmm. we're just, we've just always been drawn to instruments. We all, we, we still all like to try to play other instruments, uh, play everybody's instrument in the band. Um, <laughs> um, so we just like to, yeah. It's honest, too, like growing up and thanks to the internet and YouTube and all these other things that we <laughs> yeah. have now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like when, and, and when we went to see live shows, like we, not only did we enjoy them, obviously, but it was almost kind of like class for us, a study session, because we would be huh. like really just like trying to see and, and, you know, and really take in everything that was going on live. Yeah. Kind of, in a way, teach ourselves, you know what to do um 
Uh, and I guess through that also helped us learn a lot of things that we do. But it, it's just interesting, I guess, especially when you're a musician, the way your mind works when it comes to music in general. So uh, everything from watching YouTube videos of behind-the-scenes stuff or going to actually see shows um, has really played a role in, you know, how we develop um, our musical talent, you know, as a whole. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, that is. I had a professor in college that had told me that music notes can be taught, but what can't be taught a lot of times is the musicality, the feel and the emotion that comes through. And so um, that's, you know, that's something that you kind of either have to have or don't have. And uh, (laughs) so it's good when you have that and then you can just sort of add the, you know, the the knowledge on top of it. Yeah, I would definitely say we're not, if we went to like a, you know, high class studio with, you know, world renowned musicians or whatever, you know, we would be laughed at according to like reading music and stuff because we're not, we're technically, we're not good at that at all. Uh, <laughs> we, we basically just play off of what we feel and uh, we might, sometimes we might not even know the notes we're playing or whatever, but we just, <laughs> We play it because that's what we feel. So. That's yeah. awesome. And we've, and we've grown over the years, obviously, just being surrounded by it. But that's that's pretty much sums up, I guess. Because when we sit down to write a song, we're not, like, spending 30, 40 minutes on music notation. Because by that time, we may have lost what God's inspired us to do, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's really just hard, you know, to say. Not that that stuff's not important or if that stuff's not good. I just feel like, like you're saying... You know, we respect a lot of really great musicians who are technical, but then we also respect a lot of those who really are just passionate about it, who are great at what they do, not because they know everything about it, but because mm-hmm. you can just feel it. It comes from their soul. So do you have a favorite song of your own that you guys have written? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I could probably give you my favorite song on the record of Your Love Ago. I don't know as a whole... Um, but um, because we just rewrote this new record, mm-hmm. so uh, you know it's kind of like the thing. But for me, up until recently, for the most part, uh, our song "Let Me Not" um, was one of my favorites uh, because that song came from the exact place that we were at that time. Because we kind of grown, in a way, we felt like we'd grown distant, and so mm-hmm. from God, and I just felt in that song really describes that longing desire when you kind of feel like you're drifting mm-hmm. to be pulled back, you know, mm-hmm. for God to just take you and, 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 and to bring you back as close as he, he can, you know, he can to himself. I mean, for us, I mean, that's, that's what the song means for me. And, and so it really spoke truth about my own life and where I was in that time. So let me not for, it still is one of my favorites. I would probably say for me, uh, concerning that record, um, would be uh, our song called Our Souls Cry. Uh, yeah. That was actually written, that was probably, I guess if you wanted to say that was probably the first song written um, without us knowing that it was a secret servant song mm-hmm. um, before we started the band or anything. Um, that song came out in that time period where Cameron was getting married um, and we were about to start jobs and stuff. Uh we had a lot of uncertainty as to where God was taking us or where he would use us. Um, and so that song was birthed um, 
just out of that, um, our soul's crying to him uh, to give us clarity. Um, oh. so I, I really like that one. Okay. Well, uh, then I, w- I would love to share with listeners the your song called Let Me Not, which you just talked about. Um, who was the one who wrote this one? Uh, it was actually a collective because we literally were sitting up at the church where we were worship leading at the time, not at night practice one time. It was just us and the whole place. Mm-hmm. all three of us, and Chandler was doing some kind of melody on his guitar, kind of writing, beginning to write words, and literally I wrote it, I was writing at the end of Park, oh, and man. at the same time, it just kind of came together, and we literally, that track was written in the next 20 minutes, probably. Oh, don't you love it when that happens? <laughs> yeah, so uh, this song was really truly a collective song um, from all of us as a whole. I love that. Well, once again, this one is called Let Me Not by Seeker and Servant. Let me not forget your love It's all I have It's all I have Let me not
uh, will you share with us a little bit about your actual recording experiences? Where do you, do you guys go to a professional studio or do you guys do this at home? Yeah, well, uh, India Lago was tracked in Orlando, Florida, um, with hmm. a friend, a friend in, in, engineer of ours, actually. He, um, we met him. We used to track a lot of our stuff with our other band and a few of the singles we did in between Secret and Servant. Um, we would do them in Nashville because that's where he was out of. Uh, he, but he ended up moving with his wife to Orlando and ended up starting a studio there. Hmm. Um, but when he first got there, he was actually working out of the studio and we were ready to track in Trilovico. So we tracked in Trilovico there. And then, um, you know, we recently just started, we just, we just tracked a, a new record and uh, that was also tracked with him, but it wasn't at the same studio. It, we tracked him for love ago. This time it was actually at his own studio that he actually has now in mm-hmm. Orlando. Okay. Yeah, but both of them are with the same engineer. His name is Brandon Shaddock. He's phenomenal. <laughs> He's very easy to work with. He, he gets us creatively. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just, it's a good experience. So we, we didn't want to, we, we wanted to try to keep that same method that we took with Intro Love Ago. And uh, I think, he played a role also in developing what the sound was mm-hmm. for us as a whole. Mm-hmm. So do you kind of just go for a week or two and, and just get it all out all at once? Yeah. Uh, we, we usually try to, our best to prepare as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And then we usually book for a week. Okay. We're usually able to get most of the, you know, most of the tracking and everything out of the way in that week. Um, because we already kind of have set in stone for the most part. Uh, you know, our structure mm-hmm. and, and at least most of our parts. And then we like to give ourselves some time, you know, at the end of that week for the creative stuff, all the extra stuff that we know we want to put in there, but we just don't know how to yet. <laughs> yeah, because so, you got to have like that, that base to build on first. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we build on the, the structure of everything we know we're going to do, but we always want to leave room for ourselves to get really creative if we can. Nice. And, and then, of course, I'm sure... I mean, I would think that you'd have to leave yourself some downtime to run over to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it would be very difficult. We haven't actually got an opportunity to do that while tracking. <laughs> but, I mean, because you're talking about usually trying to fit in, you know, that much in a week. You're yeah, talking about that's a lot. 15, yeah, 12 to 15 hour work days. Phew. So it's it's a it's a lot, but when we do take breaks, we'll go. We're big, we're really big into coffee, and so we'll <laughs> we'll we'll take time to to get our coffee breaks in, and then you know we'll actually go grab our tea. I mean, it's good we to rest our ears on occasion. We have to. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, for the most part, it's pretty much just straight work, 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 work. You know, take some breaks, and then before you know it, the week's gone, and you're like, man, what what happened? <laughs> So there, that is truly the the playing out of the you know ninety nine percent perspiration and the one percent inspiration thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd think sometimes you know when I when I first started writing music and playing and stuff, I just thought, well, I'm you know just gonna wait until the inspiration takes me and then just you know kind of go from there. Well, yeah, that that carries you at the beginning, but then <laughs> then you have to kind of put in the elbow grease to to yeah. get everything actually put together. Yeah, recording is fun. I mean, it's definitely, uh, we obviously enjoy it with musicians, but it is, you have, it is a work. I mean, it is work. You gotta, yeah. you have to have a, uh, you know, an attitude about it whenever you go to do it or else you won't get the product you really are desiring, you know? Yes. Um, so you got, you got to almost become like a workhorse for a week or two. And then, and then you can kind of go back to the, the other stuff, but it definitely takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I would love to ask you guys 
since you've talked about, you know, music being such a <laughs> big thing and a big deal, um, what do you guys do when you're not being musicians? Do you guys have <laughs> hobbies and things that you guys like to do outside of that? Uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple different things we like to do. I, uh, I do graphic design. Nice. Um, so that's actually my day job. I work for a print shop in Jackson, um, doing the graphic design for them, for the local business. Uh, Cameron does, uh, runs a, a film company that we all kind of started last year. Awesome. Uh, and films a lot of weddings, but also likes to do a lot of other film, um, which we actually, if you've ever seen the Into Your Love I Go music video. Yes. Uh, that was him that, uh, he was the one that shot it. So, very cool. Um, we, uh, he likes to dive into that a lot. Um, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, just different. I, I would say probably most all the stuff that we would do outside of music is still creative things. <laughs> yeah. The film stuff, the film stuff really is what pays my bills, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Allows me to, to provide for my family, but it's also a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's really cool because honestly, like all of us individually, honestly, what it takes to, to make a record, not only make a record, but to promote the record, to market mm. the record, to, to be, I mean, we are fully independent, but we, and we do everything ourselves from mm. the videos to our PR to pretty much everything. And I think we decided a long time ago after just trying, because there was a point where, you know, we had this, this desire, this, the same type of motivation that, you know, you kind of grow up and are taught about this American dream, you know, mm. and you follow this. Yeah. And, and then we kind of just felt, you know, because we've been in some situations, especially in another band, where that's good, but that does cost something. It almost costs your creativity. Yes. It almost costs your voice, in a sense. And so yeah. your own individual voice. And, and we just decided we didn't really like that. And so we kind of, while on this journey to being, quote, unquote, um, professional in music, mm-hmm we kind of just decided to take a big U-turn and go the opposite way of that and just do our own thing and, and, and do that. Because honestly, that's for us is what's more enjoyable. And if it never makes it to that point, because God can do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. he's sovereign over that. But if he wants that to be, then it will be for us. But honestly, if it never gets to that point, we just want to make that music. We want to be able to write the music that speaks to, out of the truth from our heart, but out of the word, out of his, out of his word, out of scripture, but also is, is re- it resonates with the church as a whole, the whole body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we really don't care if it sells a lot of records. You know, we really don't care if, uh, you know, we make it onto a billboard, you know, billboards top 100 for Christian music <laughs> or whatever that may be. I mean, uh, our latest single, you know, was actually made onto the new and notable feature for iTunes. And for us, we were like, wow, my goodness, Congrats. that's big for us. You know, huge, we were yeah. totally, totally, that was totally unexpected for us. And we were, we were just taken back by that and, and God's grace in that. And, but that's not our, that's not our goal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not our running goal. I mean, you know, our goal is honestly with everything we do, whether it be the film, or the graphic design, or anything else creatively that we're doing outside of music, is the same method that we have going to music. It's to run the race and finish strong. It's to do everything we can for the glory of God. And uh, we're not perfect. <laughs> Obviously, we're sinners and we fail, but God loves us still. And that's what motivates us to continue to turn from our sin, to repent, and to just continue running for His glory. 
um, because that is truly where our joy comes from. Um, that's, I believe, only where joy comes from. Cameron, you said that you got married a couple years ago? Correct, yeah, July 21st in 2012. Yeah. Oh, congratulations on that. Do you have any kids? Thank you. I do, actually. I have a 21-month-old. Oh. Um, we got married, and then six weeks later, we found out we were pregnant, so we figured it was a honeymoon <laughs> baby. Um <laughs> Those happen. So we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not women. We're definitely, you know, some people, it was, it, it happened the way God wanted to. And it's, she's been awesome. She's been a huge blessing to my mm-hmm. life. Um, and she, she teaches me a lot. So, um, and, and she's awesome. My wife's name is Casey. Um, she obviously teaches me a lot too. I, I, uh, I love her one because she puts up with me and then two, she's super supportive of everything I do, whether it be film or music, she stands behind me. Um, she's a stay at home mother. So she's super encouraging of everything I do mm-hmm. and she trusts, trusts me. And so can't, you know, I can't argue with that. That is awesome. She's a great mother. She does, she does a lot, a lot, a lot more than I think I do when it comes to raising. <laughs> and then we actually have another, uh, I have a boy, a little boy on the way. Oh. Um, now to um, actually in April, so April 22nd. Oh, right so around I, the corner. Uh, yeah, right around the corner. So there's a lot of life change uh, yeah. in the midst of uh, writing and recording and doing all this stuff, but it's been really good. The way that God has planned it and has set it out, it's obviously His design, so it's perfect. <laughs> um, I would like to share one last song of you guys's. This one is called Our Greatest Joy. I... I love this one. I think this is one um, out of all the ones of yours that I've heard. This one's probably one of my favorites uh, because I love the instrumentation on this. Besides the fact that I, I love the words, it's just it's so uplifting and um, it's just beautiful. Can you can you tell, talk about this one a little bit? Yeah. Uh, first, I'm glad that you like it a lot. Um, it's uh, that one was another kind of collective song for us. Um, as far as writing goes, we were all up. It's funny because a lot of the songs that were birthed on that album all came at like midnight. Um, <laughs> we we all were up at the facility that we were using at the time. Uh, and we would just always go up there just any night that we had open that we could all go. And uh, we would just make some coffee and um, try to make some music happen. And a lot of the times, songs came out uh, pretty much every time um and i think that was the case with this one as well um as far as a lot of instrumentation uh that's cody uh we we love cody he's he's genius (laughs) kind of makes the magic happen a little (laughs) yeah (laughs) he definitely picks up where we we uh we can't and uh he makes a lot of cool things happen that we're we are constantly amazed at Mm -hmm. um and so, and so I guess that foundation started uh, with a lot of the instrumentation that you hear at the beginning of the song yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess through that, uh, the lyrics just kind of came out because it's, it's a very joyous sounding. Yes. And uh, so we just kind of wanted to proclaim that God was our greatest joy um, and put it in song form. And so uh, I guess the words just kind of came out that way. Um, it's kind of it's like a teetering of a toy factory. Um, is the way that I like to think about it. When you're a kid, you know, you like these toys and, you know, thinking about even like a chocolate factory, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just things that bring you joy. It's like that's the sound, you know, it's being 
being created. <laughs> and uh, that's what I like to think about when I think about this song. That's that pretty, is great. It really does bring, it, puts, it almost puts a smile on your face. It does. It does. You just can't help it. <laughs> well, folks, uh, I'm going to share this song with you once again. It's called Our Greatest Joy off of the Into Your Love I Go album by Seeker and Servant. Enjoy. Believing
we have just about come to the end here. But before we do, I would love to hear about your future plans. Sounds like you got something working in the oven right now, right? Yeah, we do. We've been uh, well quite for quite some time now. I mean, we we never stop writing. It feels like so. Even after Your Love Ago, we already kind of had these ideas in our in our mind, inspired by God to go ahead and, and jot some things down. And over the course of the last year or so, well, we've kind of worked on some music, and and we didn't want to release something too soon. Obviously, we want to give time for Your Love I Go to to do its thing, you know, mm-hmm. to to be able mm-hmm. to speak and. Um, but yeah, we, we, we had these songs, we were ready to track them and we just, we had a crown, we did this crowdfunding, which is a big now for a lot of bands. It helps, it helps yeah. out a lot. Yes. Um, especially bands in our, uh, situation, um, fully independent, but yes. we did a crowdfunding. We did that with the first record too. And we ended up raising the funds to recording your love. I go with Dizzy game with this one, which helped us to go and track, we did that back in in the uh, fall last year when it helped us to go track this. And so, That's great. Um, but yeah, we have plans to release that. Um, our our original plan was to release it actually in January 2016. So, because uh, there's a lot that goes into the music that a lot of people don't realize. You know, it's not just uh-huh. track and then release. You know, we have a lot more to it, especially some things promotional wise we want to do with the record. Um, um, so that was, that's the original plan right now. We're still sticking with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have some other plans. We actually have a few tours coming up, uh, in the summer. Um, July will be in California and then in August we'll be in Florida. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, we're planning like a Midwest kind of tour for September. All this kind of leading up to the record release. Uh-huh. We're, we, we're so excited right now. We would love to release it because we're just so ecstatic about the, the, the record <laughs> as a whole. We want people to hear the music, you know. Yes. Um, um, and we really think it goes very well with Intro Love I Go. I think it's, uh, I think for the most part, um, you know, it definitely it has that sound of, mm-hmm. of Intro Love I Go, but then it kind of adds something, it feels mm-hmm. like. Uh, so I think people hopefully will like it, but, you know, only time will tell. And if they don't, that's fine with us. We'll continue singing anyway. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. but but all glory to God with it. You know, God will do what He wants to with it, and we'll you know we'll we'll stand behind it. We'll pray about it, and we'll just see what happens. I have so enjoyed having you guys on uh, Sounding the Light. Thank you so much for for being a part of this today. Thank you. Thank you. We enjoyed it. God bless you guys in in uh, all of your future endeavors and and uh, in the in the vision that you guys have and the heart that you guys have for him. So um, really appreciate that. I appreciate you guys just letting God flow through you like that. And listeners, I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, conversation today. I hope you guys enjoy the music. If you do, I've got the website link um, here next to the podcast. Just, you know, click on it and go check out more about Seeker and Servant. They have music available um, on Noise Trade and other places. So, you know, please go check them out. Uh, They've got really, really good stuff. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And uh, we will see you back next week on SoundingTheLight.com. Cheers. Cheers.